Yo, what is going on, everybody? It is Justin Rayleigh here, back again with The Closer. This will be the episode for Friday, March 1st, 2019. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And do we have some things to get to today? We are going to dive in to the Manny Machado sweepstakes, the Bryce Harper sweepstakes, and some more. It's going to be me and old Matt Lowell here today. But before we get going, make sure you head on over to Twitter. And I want you to follow The Closer on Twitter at Closer Podcast. So be sure to follow, retweet the podcast every chance you get. You can also follow me on Twitter at Justin Rayleigh underscore 15. And you can check out tailgatesportsentertainment.com. As always, we're still writing articles. We'll st- we are still working hard over there. So be sure to check it out. And let's get rolling. Matt, what's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, biggest biggest week of the MLB offseason, and it's just me and you, Justin. What do you think about that? It it seems like it's just been me and you for a while lately. It's all right. We'll, we'll, take, we'll take it on. So we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, right? Yeah, we do. Dude, we have been waiting to talk about these two idiots since the end of last season. I remember, remember the time, it was like December, and we, we heard a report. Harper and Machado to have, uh, have contract done by New Year's, man, that's that was a month. That was almost two months ago. Yeah, and it's not like that much changed either. Like I remember the Phillies, like they were the front runner, like right from the get go too. Like right when free agency started, people were talking about Philadelphia is like one of the favorites for Bryce Harper to land. So and, it's honestly, it's not really a surprise whatsoever that he landed there. And here we are, which we will get to in a second because I have a big rant about that. But first, Manny Machado. With the Padres, 10 years, $300 million, with an opt-out after year five. What are your initial thoughts here? I mean, as a as a like baseball player and competitor, I mean, I, I kind of hate it. I kind of wish that he went to a competitive team and one that would, like, he would make a big difference and push him over the top and stuff. The Padres, it's just like he's irrelevant. He's just on his own little island, just chilling in San Diego, like, living it up, making, making millions. Probably like out of the spotlight, just chilling. But I mean, good for him, I guess. Got his money. Um, I just like I worry about his motivation level because he seems somebody that like his motivation can like be easily swayed. And like now that he's secured his money, he's like has a ten-year deal under his belt, like all this guaranteed things, and like in San Diego of all places. I just worry that after like four or five years, I don't know. I just I wouldn't want him being a cornerstone of my team. I don't like him. We already discussed that. But I feel like, first of all, my, my first thought was he went where the money was. There's no doubt about that. But, I mean, like, because the Padres are not going to be relevant here for a couple more years. I mean, yes, they have a great farm system, but these guys are still not close. Like, they're not like the Braves were and are with so many guys on the brink. They still got guys that are a few years away. Like, the closest one is uh, Tatis Jr., and he might be good this year. He might come up and be great. But one, two guys is not going to boost him over a 20-game separation with the Dodgers. And it's sure as heck not going to have a rotation to save their butt because their rotation is garbage. Yeah, I mean, I feel like San Diego is always going to be a secondary team in that division. Like, most teams that go through ebbs and flows where they rebuild and then they become, like, a dominant team in the division, honestly, I don't see that as the San Diego Padres ever. 
I think the Dodgers are going to dominate that division. Like they they themselves have prospects and they have a good farm system, plenty of money to spend, and they have all these like good young players. Like I don't see them like relinquishing the, the their control on that division anytime soon. So I think the Padres they're kind of doomed to mediocrity. Yo, let's send our condolences out to the White Sox who said they were going to land Machado or Harper, and they get neither. Not only did they get neither, they went out, they signed Machado's brother-in-law, they signed his workout buddy. Heck, they probably even signed his dadgum gardener, and they got nothing. Jack crap. The White Sox are sitting there just crying. I mean, they hired his whole freaking family. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I feel like the White Sox, just as a franchise, I don't know, I think... Maybe this is a hot take. I don't know, but I would rather be GM of the White Sox right now than GM of the Padres. I just think the White Sox—they're just really well positioned with their young talent. Um, obviously, like they missed out on these two big guys, but who knows? Maybe that's going to be a, bu- a blessing in disguise later down the line because they're not going to be locked into these thirty-plus million-dollar contracts for the next ten years. So I I I agree with points of that, but I also disagree because. At least with San- the Padres, you have the lure of San Diego. What the heck are you going to convince somebody to come to the south side of Chicago for? True, and just be like the like the backside of uh, a city's like you're the backside of the Cubs. Yeah, like like I mean, let's say you are a freaking horse. The Cubs are the head of the horse, and you are the butt. Yeah. that's what the White Sox are of Chicago. Man, I am bashing the White Sox. They screwed up, dude. I think they still they still have a bright future, um, but I mean, this just kind of goes to show that like they're never gonna really be dominant, just because they they obviously can't attract big name free agents, which is one of the main the main pieces of like rebuilding a roster. You know, you you got to get those big name free agents somehow. Yeah, no doubt. I just I, I here's how I think of, and then back to Machado. You said you don't like him. I don't like him. Let's put it like this. Machado to me, or I just, he went, he wants the money, man. And I feel like he's just going to, I just don't like it. I, I, I cannot believe the Padres just locked down 10 years, $300 million to him. And they're already paying um, uh, Hosmer a crap ton of money. What he signed for last year it was like $180, $200 million. And then something, Will, something Will Myers is getting $140 million or something like that. So we're just tossing out chunks of change to guys when our rotation could literally be filled with a bunch of Little League guys. Yeah, I mean, it's good, I guess, for parity. I mean, there, there won't just be a total pushover butts in the and division seats. like they have in the past. And they will sell tickets. But you got to have the butts and seats. That's, that's all it is, dude. That's what – they're going to have butts and seats this year. And, name of the game. And maybe that's that that was part of it because I really don't see the I, I don't I think hot take Machado will opt out of this deal after year five. Um I think that's a pretty plausible option, but I mean uh, actually no, he's like just, a guy driven by money, so I mean if yeah. he has all this shit guaranteed, like might as well just stay in that situation. That's true. How much is he if they are competitive or not? How much does he really value the money? I guess we'll kind of figure that out. Yeah. Um, on to the next one. We'll talk Harper in a second. But Arenado, Nolan Arenado signs an eight-year extension 
worth $260 million and an opt-out after year three with the Rockies. Dude, I was blown away by this. I would have bet my, I would have bet my arm or something. I would have bet anything that Arenado was not re-signing with the Rockies. Yeah, no, I thought he was going to like test the free agent market next season. And and my only my my uh, first thought was and and I kind of want to go into this a little bit more in a minute with the string of uh, extensions we saw earlier is that maybe he thinks the free agent market is going so far down and it, I mean guys aren't getting paid, I guess what they think they but should that's be like, getting. That's like not true though, because both Machado and Harper. Right, right. Well, but you saw all the crap going on on Twitter with the major leaguers about how this is crap. Uh, we're not getting paid what we should, and they waited. Maybe Arenado didn't want to go through all this, and he was like, "Look, I can stay in the Mile High City. I can hit a bunch of bombs uh, with this light air, and I can take my two hundred sixty million dollars and just play ball." And not have to worry with all this crap. I guess that that was my. I think that's my first reaction is he just didn't want to go through the free agency bullcrap, and he saw an opportunity to get paid a lot of money, a lot of money, maybe more than he might have gotten out of free agency, and just said, "Hey, I'm going to stay here." No, I mean it's true. He also now he has like the chance to be like just an iconic like best player in the Rockies franchise history which is kind of cool and, and and it's not like it ties him up because if he doesn't if he wants out okay after year three he can opt out of that contract yeah so yeah, that's, I mean, a good, that's a good smart deal it's a great uh, I, I I'm surprised but it's a great it's a great deal for Arenado I mean that's a, as player friendly as a deal gets and I love him as a player he's oh, terrible. absolutely it's consistent works really hard exciting to watch gold Glover he's awesome Dude, I, I I think he's a great player, and I would love to have him on my team. So I mean, great deal. I mean, the Rockies get a good uh, their cornerstone back. They don't have to worry about all this nonsense. So good for him. Um, you know, hey, it's a payday, son, for sure. Um, let's go. Mike Mikolas, pitcher for the Cardinals, signs a four-year extension worth sixty-eight million dollars. He's a younger guy, a pretty solid pitcher, but again, another extension. Pretty hefty extension, and um, I guess, dude. And then, and then you see Aaron Hicks, a seven-year, seventy million dollars extension with the Yankees. There's three extensions right there, just from guys that can test the market. But maybe they're thinking, hey, you know, let's let's not go into these waters that have not been very kind, and let's take the home money and stay here. Yeah, I mean, low key the. The um, Cardinals, they have a nasty young rotation. Oh, absolutely. They have a nasty staff, a uh, nasty lineup. The Cardinals are going to be something to watch. You know Jake Flaherty? Jack Flaherty? Jack Flaherty. Yes. He's going to be good this year. You For got sure. Miles Mikolas. You got um, Carlos Martinez coming back, full strength. And then you got that, what's, I can't think of his name, the prospect that throws. Hicks. Super hyped. Jordan what Hicks. Jordan Hicks. No, not Jordan Hicks. Uh, I don't know. They, I can't think of his name, but he was like a top prospect who's been hurt. Um, but he was like nasty in his short stint in the majors. I'll think of his name eventually. But but yeah, the Cardinals, they're they are kind of set, their rotation. Very young, like a bunch of studs. They're, they're good. I like it, dude. The Cardinals are good. They're going to be really good. That division's going to be good. But, um, you know, uh, do you think – and I actually kind of saw this earlier today. What if MLB free agency turns into the NFL, where most of the homegrown talent just resigns with their with their team? 
Uh, so like the Stars re-signed with their team that drafted them, and they stay there for their career. And you've got the the second, third tier players making it to free agency. Yeah, I mean, I would love that. Oh, Alex Reyes, that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had Tommy John surgery, pitched only four innings last season because of a lat strain. But yeah, he's gonna make his debut this year, so I'm excited about that for sure. Um, but but yeah, no, I, I agree with your point. I think it's awesome that like these guys are staying with their teams. Like as a Red Sox fan, I mean, like we have a ton of homegrown talent ourselves. Um, and I hope they resign and become Red Sox for life. That's just that's what you hope for as a fan. It just adds a little something sweeter to to success. Absolutely. I'd rather win with a team that like that I grew up with and homegrown talent that you drafted and groomed and like the Astros did. Makes it more special, yeah. Like the Astros, yeah, and Cubs. Yeah, like the Cubs did, and hopefully the Braves are gonna do. And the Phillies, you know. Uh, well, maybe not all quite homegrown. Here we go, Bryce Fresh Harper. Home. 13 years, $330 million, $20 million signing bonus, no opt-outs, a no-trade clause, and all of it is guaranteed money. Oh, my God. When the Phillies said we're going to spend stupid money, did they not just back the freaking truck up to Bryce Harper and say, take it all. We'll just take a front-end loader and just empty this truck into your house. What do you think Bryce Harper's doing tonight? I hope. I would like to think he's getting his butt down to spring training. But you know he is going he's to be plastered. enjoying life tonight. Oh, my God. $330 million. I did not think he was going to get this, honestly. Yeah, that's that's more than I thought. But, I mean, once Machado signed a $300 million deal, I assume Harper also would. Absolutely. Once if Machado, kind of if Machado would have signed at 185, guarantee Harper doesn't get north of 250. Yeah. But now that kind of sets the that sets the bar for Trout and Mookie Betts too. Maybe Trout's gonna get more than that. That'd be crazy. I mean, oh my god, it's insane. And it's this Phillies lineup, dude, is gonna be insane. You've got Gene Segura, um, J.P. Crawford, Reese Hoskins, J.T. Real Muto, Andrew McCutcheon, Bryce Harper. Oh my god, I fucking love it. Shut I'm up. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to repost my. Billy's article that I wrote back in 2017, um, I projected a lot of these things. I projected Bryce Harper. I threw around McCutcheon's name, um, and like they might not be done. They might get. They might get like Dallas Keuchel too. Imagine. I don't even. I don't even like baseball, bro. <laughs> yeah, your team is. You guys are the only ones that haven't really done anything this season. 2019 offseason spending in the NL East: Phillies 401 million dollars, Nationals 185 million dollars. The Mets, $177 million. The Braves, $31 million. You've got to be freaking kidding me. You said you during the offseason, uh, Markakis, McCann, Donaldson. And I'll get there. I'm not there yet. Just we, I, we were told we have money to spend this offseason. Well, freaking spend it. Oh, my God. Everybody is doing everything, and we're just sitting here just – just chilling. We're going to let our 20-year-olds go out there and um, beat everybody because we don't have to spend money. Well, yeah, you freaking do because now we're two weeks into spring training. Mike Fultonevich is going to a doctor tomorrow because he's got an elbow problem. Mike Soroka's hurt his shoulder Wait, again. Which doctor? Is he, is he going to James Andrews? Uh, I don't know who he's going to. Uh, it's James Andrews. That's his death sentence. I don't think he's going there. I would have remembered it. 
Um, and now Mike Soroka, Kevin Gosman, Luis Gohara, and Fulte are all injured right now with some shoulder tightness and arm tightness, and they're getting looked at. Come on. And we're still not doing anything. Ugh. I hate baseball. I, I'm not even going to watch it. I mean, Bra- the Braves, come on. Spend some freaking money. Your front office is sitting there. Liberty Media is sitting there just chilling. Oh, we're making big bank. Well, why don't you freaking put a winning team together? Oh, my Lord. Are you just satisfied with an NLE's crown? Win the whole freaking thing. Everybody's who's getting better. The, uh, who's free agents next year? You got Anthony Rendon. <laughs> the biggest yeah. name next year would have been Arenado. Yeah, true. Listen to this. Phillies have signed Bryce Harper, JT Ramuto, David Robertson, Gene Segura, and Andrew McCutcheon. The Nationals have gotten Patrick Corbin, Brian Dozier, Jan Gomes, uh, Kurt Suzuki, Anibal Sanchez, Trevor Rosenthal, and Matt Adams. The Mets have gotten Robinson Cano, Edwin Diaz, AJ Ramos, Jed Lowry, and Juries Familia. And the Braves have gotten Josh Donaldson, Brian McCann, and Nick Markakis. I like Josh Donaldson, but come on, guys. Do some more. This is ridiculous. Everybody's getting better, and we're sitting around doing freaking nothing. Are they that satisfied? I forgot about, like, even the Mets improved. Yeah, the Mets freaking did something. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty bad. (sighs) Are you tempering your expectations for this year? I mean, right now, I, I have trouble feeling that we might we won't even win the division. We might even come in second place in the division. But Plus, if those like, young players take a step back at all. That's what I'm saying. Them. We've got a bunch of... We're about to send um, what, a lineup full of 20-year-olds and a rotation with two 21-year-olds. Oh, my God. We've still not gotten a front-line starter. We've still not gotten a real right fielder, which I love Nick Marcakis, but he's a bench bat now. I mean, come on. He's not a starter. He's not an everyday guy. Uh, he puts up numbers so much last season. That's, uh, I think he's going to take a little step back. and I don't know. Just all I know is not a great day to be a Braves fan. Josh Donaldson better hit 40 home runs this year. True. That, that's a, the one thing that could like revitalize your season. If and, Josh Donaldson turns into the bringer of rain of old. And he can. It's a possibility. Sad. In fact, I think it's going to happen. I just, we are, but here's the thing. We are one Josh Donaldson injury away from having done nothing this offseason and not gotten any better. Yep. Let's think about that here. Think about what the entire division has done and what we did. Do you have any more prospects coming, back, coming up next year? Yeah, we've got I mean, uh, Kyle Wright uh, from Vandy. He's, he's on his way up. Uh, we've got Austin Riley, the third baseman, who can absolutely shellack the ball. Uh, we've got, um, what's his name? Not um, We've got William Contreras, Wilson Contreras' his little brother as a catcher. We've got Alex Jackson. I mean, we've got plenty still coming up. But it's just, I mean, there, there's only so much these 19 and 20-year-olds can do. Sometimes yeah, you might be looking at more of like a five, five to seven-year champion, like window before you guys – actually um, become competitive rather than like two to three years. It might be longer than you're hoping for. I still think it'll be in a few years. I just I, I was very confident for next year, and I'm not as confident as I was. I, I, I was betting on us to win the division again next year, and now I'm really, really scared. Who do you think is going to win it next year, honestly? Honestly? No honestly, right now, I think the Phillies will. I think so, too. It's not even like that out on a limb. The Phillies just they improved so much. 
It reminds me of, like the Rams, just going out and signing a ton of players, like spending huge money. Um, but I don't know. The Phillies, they, they're here to stay. They're not a flash in the pan. So, and I then they, I just hope they win the World Series before 2020, so they can validate my uh, prediction. I hope they do not win the World Series. I hope they don't even get out of the NL East. But the Braves and the Phillies have the first or, or open the season against each other for a three-game series this year. That's going to be awesome. That is going to be and, fun. And the Phillies face the Nationals. The second week uh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the second week. So that's gonna, it's gonna be a, It's going to be a fun first two weeks of the season, and I am pumped. Yeah. Um, before we move on to some other things – I gotta finish out the signings. Uh, the Twins ex- or the Twins signed Marwin Gonzalez to a two-year, twenty-one million dollar contract. Um, I like this deal because he's a super utility guy. He can play literally everywhere on the field. Um, the Twins, dude, they they might can make a run at that AL Central this year. I know they've been they've been making some some sneaky under the radar moves too. You know, I like it, dude. I like the Twins. In fact, I uh, made a comment in the group chat the other day that they were my sneaky team of the year. I still don't think they'll beat out the Indians for the uh, Central, but they're definitely a team to watch if they get hot. I think so they could be the A's of last year. Takes a, takes a step up this, this season and yeah. actually becomes a superstar. For sure, I mean, dude. Obviously, we say that every year, but he's tearing it up in spring training, so who knows? Yep. Well, I got a question for you, Matt. Yeah, what's up? Will you be drafting Ronald Acuna Jr. this year? I don't think I'll be able to. I think Will's going to keep him. Oh, I mean, obviously, I would if I could. I'm just saying. I think Will's Will's between either him or Vlad Guerrero Jr. I would definitely go Acuna. Yeah, he's a known commodity. But, I mean, like, I guess the unknown of Vlad Guerrero and, like, what could be. Just let him make his mistake, bro. I know. I hope hope he keeps Vlad. Actually, I don't know, because I also want to draft Vlad. That would be super exciting. So. Yep, it would be. Dude, I am ready for opening day. I am so tired of this offseason now. I know. I mean, I feel like it's just about wrapped up. Like, who else do we got left? Dallas Keuchel? Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell are the two left, the big ones. Yeah. Got any predictions for those two guys? I still think Kimbrell's going to land in Atlanta. What about Keuchel? Keuchel, I think, will be a... Um... Honestly, I don't know, dude. I think I, he resigns with the Astros. That's a good. Year. Yeah, I, I would honestly like. I think that might happen. I, the Astros, I, they're gonna want him back. It's like if they want to keep up with the Red Sox and the Yankees, like they need to keep their rotation together. They can't afford to get weaker. Yeah, I don't see where else he would go. I mean, the Braves are not gonna give him the money he wants. Phillies, baby. The Phillies, I just don't know if they'll have the money. Honestly. I think re-signing with the Astros is a good prediction. But I also think if uh, the Braves keep losing arms, they might could go get him. Um, I don't really have... I would like that. I just I have a better prediction that Craig Kimbrell will land with the Braves. I feel like he wants to come back to Atlanta. It's just a matter of working out the money. Sure, take him. I'll take him. I will. He's going to be overpaid and oh, the Bra- old. Look, the Braves will not be overpaying anybody. We know how they spend money, right? He could take a home down, hometown discount, I suppose. Exactly. Come back, throw to his old buddy Brian McCann. Oh, my God. We're almost to opening day. We have almost made it through this old, long, crappy offseason. 
And it's already doom and gloom for Justin. Sorry. We'll be see. I I'm not gonna lose hope. The Braves. You got, st- the, uh, you got the Falcons to look forward to, I guess. I don't know. I'm a Saint. I'm a Saints fan, so screw the Falcons. Oh. But the Braves are going to win the World Series within the next three years. All right. You heard it. I'm not going to lose faith in my boys. So chop on, and hopefully things will look brighter on the other day. I mean, it's a 162-game season. Yeah, I mean, who knows with injuries and breakouts. And- we still And we still have three weeks until opening day. Exactly. So, But that is all I have for tonight. Matt, you have anything before we close out the show? No, I think we covered most of it. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on as normal. Maybe uh, next week we can get Willie back. Yeah, I know. That'd be, that'd be nice. All right, bro. I will catch you next week. See you, Justin. All right, man. Once again, Matt Lowell with us as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you enjoyed my rant on the Braves being cheapskates. And I will catch you guys probably next week. Um, again, check out the Closer Podcast on Twitter. Um, follow us over there. Follow me on Twitter. Wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to subscribe. Share it to your friends. The more views, the more cool stuff we can do. Yes, there are some shirts and decals in the process. We're still working on that to get them out. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Leave some reviews. Subscribe. Retweet so that more people can listen. And also, if you are looking to play in a competitive fantasy league, fantasy baseball that is, obviously um make sure you message me on twitter um the closer podcast league does have i believe six spots open left it was going to be a 12 man head-to-head categories league gonna be pretty competitive so check it out uh, make sure you message me for more details and we'll see you guys next week on the closer peace <laughs>